everybody. Welcome to Roar. My name is Sam Spellman. This is going to be a wonderful conversation. Welcome. Thank you for uh, for tuning in, for, for joining in and uh, lending me your ears, so to speak. I am I'm super excited. Um, if this is your first time listening to Roar, again, it's called Roar, this conversation, this little show, um, but it's it stands for something. It's it's revealing our amazing Redeemer and letting uh, letting Scripture reveal more and more. You know, I just want to read the Word with you. You know, think of this kind of like a little Bible study. You know, I just feel like for me personally, that is some of the best way, some of the best ways, that's not proper English. It's one of the best ways. There we go. For me to um, to take in the scripture and and in a way that is, for lack of a better word, easily digestible, I can I can take it and I can pull it and let it um, impl- be implemented into my life and, and change things. I can, it just helps, you know, uh, the conversational aspect of it. So that's what I want to do with this show. I want to give you a kind of a, a handle sometimes too. If you want to read different things, or maybe you've never read a certain book of the Bible, and I happen to mention it or, or read some things, you know, I want to give you the you know, the encouragement, hey, you can you can read this, you can go into this. You know, the Holy Spirit, He's the one that leads us all into truth and and He can help me, you know, whenever I'm reading the word, and He can help you so that way who Christ is can be revealed to us more and more. Because the Bible says, first off, Jesus says in the Bible, right? It works together. It's great how how He did it. But it says that He is the way, the truth, and the life. You know, He's the Word made flesh. Um, so if we want to understand the word, we're going to understand who Jesus is, and it's all one big continuous, um, I don't know, I don't have the right word to describe it, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. It's just this this continuing, it, it feeds each other. As you read the word, it it, it feeds your, uh, your, your spirit, and it feeds just truth and life into your soul and your heart, and uh, it helps. So that's pretty much all I have to say there for kind of the introduction today. What uh, I'd like to talk about is out of John chapter 10, and I'd like to just probably start reading verse 1 and just go through and then discuss it. Um, There's some really, really good stuff, just this very first part here. Um, It says this, truly, truly, I say to you, and in the beginning, you know, like the King, uh, I think the King James says, verily, verily, or there's some of those things that truly, truly, um, and it goes back to in Hebrew, there was the, uh, whenever someone would make, make a statement, if they repeated a word it like created emphasis like hey i'm not i'm not joking it's kind of the same way you know we do it in english if we're talking like hey 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 like you're trying to get someone's attention or you're you're emphasizing hey this is not i'm not just like making a statement real quick like i really want you to pay attention to what i'm saying that's all it really means when it says truly truly it's not like he was just like stuttering it was no truly truly like really listen to what i'm saying here it says, I say to you, this is Jesus speaking, red letters, <clears throat> he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in another way, that man is a thief and a robber. Now you might say the sheepfold, what what are we talking about here? Okay, it's like the the pasture, the sheepfold, You're, you enter in through, you know, not through the door or the gate, you know, you weren't invited in, you weren't called in, but you got in on your own merit, right? You you did something, you you climbed in, you broke in. So that's where he's saying you're you're a thief and a robber. In other words, you didn't you weren't invited and it's not valid. It's something you stole. You didn't you can't so like when you're invited into a place too, you can't steal that. That's something that's given to you. It's a gift. And and our new birth, you know, our walking with God and, and our new life is not something that we take, you know, and 
whenever there's a uh, a decision, you know, a lot of times we'll say there's a decision you can choose to follow Christ. Well, yes, we have a a decision to make, but it's not me coming up with and initiating this the decision. I am actually responding to an invitation. You know, it's important that we understand that when I'm being born again, when I choose to give my life to the Lord, I'm actually responding. I'm not initiating or making the decision on my own or kind of of my own fruition. So understanding that whenever he's talking about this, you know, we don't just decide to follow God. Well, I'm just going to read the Bible one day and, you know, I'll just, I'll do my best with what I can and then, you know, it'll be fine. I'll go to heaven and, and no no problem. No, that's not how it works. You respond to the invitation that Christ gave on the cross. You can respond to a new birth. You can repent and be baptized and receive, you know, the Holy Spirit. Like there is a, a way through Christ, but it's not something that you just are going to figure out on your own or discover on your own or work hard enough to get or do enough good things. That's not how this works. There's an invitation made and we can respond to that invitation. So it's important to understand the authority of that. And that, again, the authority of it, that's kind of the breakdown. You know, it's not just on my own authority, I'm going to go in. It's like, I don't just go into someone's house and go, well, I'm just going to stay here. It's not my house. You know, I don't have rights to go in there. Well, I'm a person, I can go in there. No, it's not your house. You have to be invited into that person's house, you know, and even then when you go into, the Bible uses the word adoption, you know, we've been adopted or we've been grafted into this family of God, this kingdom of God, right? Jesus said, go and preach the kingdom. It's a it's a family thing. You've been invited. You've been adopted into this family. Well, you don't just march your way into any family and establish it yourself. In that case, you would be a thief or a robber. You would not be welcome there. You could maybe blend in if there was a party going on in the house and you're kind of like, you know, in the on the wall, kind of like sneaking in, maybe get a little cup of punch or something. But that's not, you're not, doesn't mean you're a part of the family. Doesn't mean you're going to be known by name, right? And that's what he's, that's what he's talking about here. Whenever we get born again, it's not something that is earned, achieved, worked for or stolen or grasped. It's something that is an invitation. It's a gift and we must receive it and respond to it. So he says this in verse two, but he who enters by the door or responds to the invitation, right? Is the shepherd of the sheep to him. The gatekeeper opened the sheep. Excuse me. I missaid that, but he who enters the door is the shepherd of the sheep, basically saying Christ is the door. That's what that is. Please just forgive that last sentence there. To him, the gatekeeper opens. Here we go. The sheep hear his voice. You know, obviously that's you and I. We are, you know, he is, Jesus is the shepherd. He is the the one who is kind of guiding us all into this pasture or this place. Um, John also kind of, I'm trying to think of what chapter he talks about. It's where we get the word, you know, and the idea that people are like, well, there's a mansion in heaven for us. You know, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. Um, I'm trying to think of where it's later on in the book of John. You have to forgive me the reference right now. It's like, I think it's like 15 or 16, somewhere in there. One of those chapters kind of later on in the book of John, he talks about it. And that's like where Jesus prepares this place. So I want to kind of make that connection when you're reading the gatekeeper brings us in, right? Jesus brings us in to this place as the sheep, but we hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him and they know his voice. So he's again, he's given this picture of a shepherd who is just leading his flock. There's the response of the sheep and sheep. If you've ever been around them, they are very responsive um, animals. They 
They're ones that they will follow the leader. That's just the way they're wired. God wired them that way. And so it's really cool that that is the kind of parallel um, in Scripture to those who are submitted to Christ and who are following the way, right? Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me, right? There's a way. Early Christians were called followers of the way, right? That's where the term, like, even Christian comes from was little Christ. In other words, they were they followed, they acted, you know, in the book of Acts, in the very beginning, it talks about followers of the way. So there's there was this understanding that there's a way of life. There's a way that we are to walk in the kingdom of heaven and in the family of God. And that way is the way that Christ gave us the example for. So here, continuing verse 5, a stranger, they will not follow. The sheep know his voice, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of the stranger. See, that's where the response comes in, right? There's a point for all of us, and this is something that I believe is, um, it's it's important we understand, and it's important that we have our hearts postured right, especially when it comes to being born again. And I say this kind of as a teaching, kind of as a discussion. Um, I don't say this to like hammer down on you. I say this to really just encourage your heart to to have have the conversation with God, you know, have the response to the Father. You know, whenever we are born again, it's there's a point in our lives, there's a point for all of us, you know, where there's a fertility in our heart to respond to God. Now, that can be based on circumstances, what we've chosen to hear, the humility in our lives. Like, there's a, there's a lot of different reasons why we choose to respond to Christ. But in that fertile moment, there's this point where we recognize and choose to respond to the shepherd's voice. And Jesus, when he was before Pilate, he said this. He said, those that are of the truth, they will hear my voice. In other words, those that really, 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 really want the, the truth, not just a truth or something that's going to appease you know, something in their life, but they want the absolute truth. You will find Christ. There's no question. You will find the the son of God, son of man, who came and redeemed humanity, like you will find, like he is made himself available, right? He is the way, the truth, and the life, correct? So if we want the truth, you will find Christ. It's just, that's where it is. But our heart, we have to come to the place where we really want the truth. It, the whole truth, complete truth, and nothing but the truth. You know, like what's the one movie where the guy's like, you can't handle the truth. You know, there there's certain points in our lives where we probably couldn't handle the truth about who Christ is, who we are, and and a lot of different things that come when we're born again. But see, there comes a point where we have that response. And I want to encourage you, go back to that point when you responded, that first point where you initiate and go, wow, you know, Lord, thank you. You know, thank God for for pursuing you and being a good shepherd and saying, hey, you know, come and follow me. You know, Jesus said, my burden is easy. My yoke is light. Learn of me, Right. That arm extended, that grace, you know, for life and for life in God is something that we all get the opportunity to respond to. And it's a wonderful gift. It is the most amazing gift that any of us could ever imagine because it's not just for this time on the earth, but it's for eternity to come. So anyway, I just, in this conversation, just allowing God to, again, let Jesus be the one to initiate things. Let the Holy Spirit inside you, right? When you're born again, let the Spirit of God lead you in Scripture. When you open your Bible, where do we, where do we start? Well, just ask ask God, ask the Holy Spirit, and then and then respond to the witness. Like for example, 
lot of times when I open my Bible, whenever I go into a time where I'm going to study or just be with the Lord, first off, quieting my heart, quieting my mind, putting putting away distractions is very helpful. Taking the time, you know, however long that might be, it's different for everyone. You know, I've been, um, I've done it a lot, so it takes probably a little bit quicker time for me to get, you know, where my heart's quiet and my mind's quiet before the Lord, but it might take you, you know, 10 minutes of just silence sitting there, just letting all the thoughts just kind of filter down and and focusing on the Lord. That's why worship, like whenever we go to a, a gathering, a lot of times they open with worship music. Well, why is that? Because it's a song. It is a, there's truth that is being sung in unison. There is a focus on God and it helps our heart to connect and especially our, our mind to get focused and kind of locked in to hear the voice of God. So then when the you know, the pastor comes or whoever's going to teach or explain or preach or whatever, you know, then our heart is like tuned in where we're actually going to hear and have better, you know, focus for lack of a better word. So when you're alone, you can do the same thing. Put on some some worship music, put on some songs that that really propel you and focus on, you know, not just what Christ has done for you, but really just talk about who God is, you know, his goodness. Um, look up different scriptures. There's plenty of different um, like audio Bibles or even, you know, people singing the scripture like the Psalms where they're, they'll just go through and, and sing the Psalms to music, you know. Listen to those things, you know, let it, you know, connect your heart to the Lord. So that way, whenever God communicates, you have those ears to hear as a sheep, you know, <laughs> as a as a follower of, of Christ where you can hear his voice and you're like, I know it. That's what he's talking to me about. You want me to read, you know, in this. And there's plenty of resources. So many people have there's devotions, there's there's Bible reading plans, there's so much stuff that's available for us that we can, you know, get into and get involved. So anyway, there's podcasts and conversations like this that you can you can listen and and so anyway, I just I say all that to just encourage you. You know, you if you've received Christ, when you've received Christ, you are a new creation and you get the chance to follow him and you can hear his voice. But just take the time to calm your heart and look before him and and allow him to lead you in in your life more and more so thank you so much for listening to this conversation i uh i hope this blessed you and just encouraged your heart i know these are always uh super duper fun to do and and again thank you so very much and i'll see you guys next time on roar